Hello, 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 and welcome back to Formula E Byte, the podcast that brings you, yeah, you, Formula E updates in bite-sized chunks. And I have no idea if it's coming through or not into the recording, but there are some birds tweeting away outside of the window and the room that I record in is really not soundproof. So if you can hear that and the occasional car you sometimes pick up, but today there's birds as well because my soundproofing is pretty non-existent to be honest. But we're not here to talk about soundproofing and what you can or can't hear. What you're going to have rammed into your ears is an episode about the Sao Paulo e Prix, which we've just had. And yeah, this is the Review Bite episode. So we've just had our first e Prix in Brazil, in Sao Paulo, and I, for one, was not disappointed. That was a very entertaining weekend. I love that circuit. But what are some of the main takeaways? It's flipping fast. Tell you what, if it was a takeaway, you'd be happy because that was quick, seriously quick. Unlike my wit, that was terrible. But that circuit was really quick and the racing as well was action-packed. Seriously action-packed. Something like 114 overtakes across 35 laps. It was really good fun. And I did say in the last episode, uh, the preview episode for the Brazil E-Prix, that I fancied this track. Weird time to pause. I fancied this track to be a quick one. I, I thought I thought the track was going to be fast. That's what I'm losing my mind over. Like the new tracks we've seen already this year in India, South Africa uh, particularly, it does feel like Formula E is really getting the hang of what it wants out of the circuit. I do think that the new cars, the Gen 3 cars this season, are also a big part of that because they are pretty cool, pretty fast. But the speed, the speed of this race was something else, to be quite frank. We saw top speeds in the 260 kilometers an hour range just over and that is a good 10 to 15 kilometers an hour faster than the top speed ranges we got in Cape Town this season which at the time was the fastest race we'd ever had in Formula E in terms of those top speed ranges. So Brazil you you can stay you can stay I'll tell you that for free or for the price of the multi-year contract that you already have so you are staying anyway thankfully and actually maybe I won't tell you for the price uh, for that price because I don't have it I don't let's let's get this let's get this clear right away clear this up now because I know you were wondering I don't have the money to put on an EPRI I just I just so you know I know you wondered but stop that thought now I'm not hosting an EPRI in my garden. So let's just let's just leave that there. Jaguar will be happy after Brazil. This weekend was very much all about Jaguar. 
and Envision, but really Jaguar. All three cars on the podium, Jaguar powered with their Jaguar powertrain. Obviously, the two Jaguar drivers in Jaguar cars, Jaguar powered, obviously, and Cassidy in the Envision. So three very good drives from those podium um, drivers. But DS Penske and Porsche were really good too. Absolutely in qualifying, but also throughout the race in terms of driver performances, but also race and energy strategy. They were particularly impressive in those regards. And it feels like the teams are, this goes for across the board, the teams are getting a feel now for the new cars and the new regulations. And going forwards, I really do think this could be the best season of Formula E so far. We'll we'll see soon because we have Berlin next. And I have usually mixed feelings about Berlin. But I am very interested to see how the cars will handle that circuit. What they'll be like around that airport circuit. So that will be an interesting one. But that is, that's for next time. Let's carry on with Brazil. Let's look at how it unfolded in Sao Paulo. Starting with the qualifying. In qualifying group A, the four drivers who were fastest and made it out into the head-to-heads were fourth, Jake Hughes, third, Mortara, second, Cassidy, and top, Van Dorn, who does have some flipping speed in him still. Like we said earlier in previous episodes, it feels like he's sort of working out the new team, the new car. The world champ's got some pace in him, as we knew, but he's got some pace in him. Anyway, getting, getting distracted. Group B, those four drivers making it out were Evans, DaCosta, Gunter, and Sammy, Sammy, Sammy Bird. I have no idea where that came from. Anyway, dual stage, we had in the quarterfinal duels, Mortara up against Cassidy, with Mortara emerging victorious. We had Van Dorn versus Hughes, and Paceman Van Dorn took that took that win. De Costa versus Gunter saw De Costa moving forwards, and Evans put away his teammate Sam Bird to move into the semi-final. So those semis, we had Van Dorn versus Mortara, which Van Dorn one and we had De Costa versus Evans which De Costa won so we then had in the final and there wasn't a whole lot between the two of them Van Dorn versus De Costa but Van Dorn emerged as the pole sitter but what went down in the race who picked up points who didn't any shockers in there not really or maybe maybe Mortara actually Mortara ended up unfortunate DNF so not ideal for him. But otherwise, I wouldn't say there was anyone necessarily that you would think was nailed on for points that didn't get them. Gunter dropped out outside the top 10 after having started in, in ninth, which is pretty good for him. I, I don't know what to make of Maserati now. I feel like there could be something there, but I'm not really that impressed by them. But they are new to the, to the sport, so, you know, cut them a bit of slack. But look, who did get points? Buemi did he got one he finished 10th Rast finished 9th just behind his teammate Jake Hughes Verline was particularly impressive I thought up from 18th where he started finished in 7th just behind Van Dorn who did begin on pole and whilst 
he did have a very good race. I'm sure he would be a bit gutted, but at the same time, given his previous outings here and there in the Penske, I think he, he can be pleased with that. I thought his, he actually drove really well. He was just behind his teammate Vern, and Da Costa just missed out on the podium, finishing fourth. Then on the podium, we had Sam Bird, who also picked up the fastest lap, Nick Cassidy in the Envision, and Bird's teammate Mitch Evans winning. And that is his first win of the season as well. So Jaguar looking rapid. Very interested to see if they keep that up across the board. I mean, Envision have been good before, even before this weekend. I, I think it's more a case of Jaguar stepped up a bit more. But yeah, interesting if you've got a Jaguar powertrain. So then, the podium prediction. Obviously, the result, we had Evans, Bird and Cassidy. Evans, Cassidy, Bird in the right order. But I predicted that it would be Degrassi, Buemi and Verline. Oh, so none. None. I mean, fairly close, I I guess. I mean, Buemi was 10th, but he was driving the same car that finished on the podium. That's... Yeah, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. And I gave myself a Sam Bird ban as well from from picking him. And he goes and sticks it in third. That's annoying. I don't know whether I should carry on with the ban or not. I think I should. Oh, I just try and pick him for everything otherwise. But annoyingly, he's going and pulled it out of the bag. I would have said Bird though. But then I guess I can't really give myself credit because I always say Sam Bird. So there you go. But um, yeah, look, that was my prediction. I got nothing right, but I would like to give a shout out to Amelie, who said, I think this is nailed on for a Jaguar 1-2. Wasn't, wasn't quite right, technically, because the Cassidy split the two, but it was a Jaguar power car, so I, you know, I'll give her that, I'll give her that. Um, also, she went on to say that she thought Hughes would also be on the podium, so... Not quite on that one. But she did, did say Evans and Bird who were, so fair play. And if you would like to send in a prediction of your own, you can just email show.formulaebyte at gmail.com. Let's take a look now at the standings after that weekend. Let's look at the top 10 for the drivers. We've got Jake Hughes in 10th with 32 points. He's not that far off 9th place Mitch Evans, who has 39. And he's really not that far off 8th. Uh, Rene Rast, who has 40 points. And you know what? He's very close to Sebastian Buemi in 7th. He has 42. Sam Bird, just ahead with 44 in 6th. Da Costa is 5th. He has 58 points. And just 2 points ahead is his former teammate, Jean-Eric Verne. He's got 60 points and he is just one point behind the very in-form Nick Cassidy who has 61 points and has been on the podium for the last three rounds now. And we have Dennis in second. He has 62 points. Probably should have put him in, the, in having a shocker as well actually. DNF this round. That's, that's three rounds in a row with no points for Dennis which means Verline is starting to pull away from him. Verline is still top with 86 points. Dennis has 62, Cassidy 61, Vern 60, DaCosta 58. So it's quite tight after Verline. Be interesting to see how that unfolds. 
But let's take a recap now as well of the team's standings after that round. So, it pains me to say, I don't know why, I don't have any particular affection to ABT. I don't dislike them, but they have nothing. They have no points. And Maserati are 10th, ABT 11th. Maserati 10th with 3 points. Nissan are 9th with 18. Neo have 19. They're 8th. Mahindra have 26. They are 7th. McLaren have 72 points. A bit of a jump. They're in 6th. Avalanche Andretti have 80 points and they are 5th. DS Penske has 82 points. They are 4th. Jaguar have just one more than that. They have 83 points and they are third. Envision have 103 points. They're second. And top with 144 is Porsche. So let's wrap that up there. We have our next race in about three weeks' time. That's a doubleheader in Berlin. But we'll be back before then with a preview for those EPRI and in the meantime, so that you don't miss that episode as soon as it comes out, make sure you're subscribed and following Formula E by wherever it is you want to listen to your podcasts. And until then, see you later.